All right, John 14, we'll read verses 1 through 7, say this. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Verse 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. John 14, 1 through 7. Let's pray again, please. Heavenly Father, again, we claim the blood in name of Jesus Christ. And uh, Lord, we're just uh, so glad, that, Lord, that uh, uh, Lord, we can be here together. And uh, God, we just ask you to build your local church. That is our desire. You said, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Lord, we don't want to labor in vain, but God, we want to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain. And so God, help us uh, uh, just to stay by the stuff. And Lord, thank you for these that have been faithful to do that. Thank you for those that are here and those that are uh, listening. Lord, you're faithful uh, servants and just uh, bless them. Lord, thank you for these uh, good songs. Uh, uh, Lord, that prepare our hearts, dear God, and, and remind us, uh, dear God, how wonderful uh, you are. Lord, we think about these prayer requests. We think of a Sister McLean's cousin uh, that was mentioned, Lord. And we thank you for uh, the praise, Lord, for getting uh, uh, Sister Judy's loved ones home safely. Lord, we thank of Sister Meyer's uh, brother in that situation. And Lord, others that are upon our heart, dear God. Lord, uh, we, wear, we have things upon our heart, but Lord, we're glad that we're upon your heart and all the things that uh, uh, go along with that. So, Lord, we just uh, praise you. Lord, we pray for those that might be here, those that might be listening, that for whatever reason, they're not saved yet. Lord, please, Lord, as we uh, uh, talk about uh, this this morning, Lord, I pray that you take the message of salvation. And, uh, dear Lord, even though they might have heard it before, but today would be the day that they believe it. Today would be the day they repent of their sins by faith from the Word of God and through your grace, put their trust in the beloved Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. That is our desire. The Lord, as the word goes out, that the Holy Spirit would take it and accomplish that which you desire and glorifies you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Of course, uh, uh, verse uh, 6 is the well-known uh, verse here, even though this is a well-known chapter. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So again, Jesus said this. I, whenever I share this verse, I remind people that this isn't what somebody said about Jesus. This is what Jesus said about himself. And so uh, uh, this morning as I emphasize something, I believe uh, there's people uh, here, Lord, even among us, even among this crowd, whether it's children or somebody that may not be saved, somebody listening uh, that may not be saved. And so I want to emphasize uh, something uh, this morning. You know, Jesus said, I am the way. And you know, there are those, right, and we've met them, you people that would ask, is it possible is it possible there could be another way? Jesus said, I'm the way. But people would ask you, is it possible there could be another way? Well, I want to uh, uh, speak on this thought for a moment. It is not possible. Why it is not possible there could be another way? It is not possible. Jesus said, I'm the way. 
But we want to see through the Word of God that it is not possible there could be another way. So let's look at some passages together and see clearly through the Word of God, it is not possible there could be another way. And so uh, I'm sure you, you know these passages, but maybe this will give you another thought or an angle, if you will, when you talk to people, that you, when you witness to people, and they think, oh, you know, uh, 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 you know, all religions are just another path to the same peak of the mountain. <laughs> well, uh, we know that all religion leads to the same place. That's true. I agree with people when they say all religion leads to the same place. But all religion, but it's not the place they think. All religion leads to the same place, but that place is hell. Only salvation leads to heaven. And so we don't want people to have religion. We want them to have salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we want to show how the Bible makes it clear it is not possible that there could be any other way. Turn over to Matthew 26. and We'll look at some verses there. That's what you want to zero in on when you witness to people. You want them to understand how it's not possible there could be any other way. Emphasizing that. Matthew 26, uh, turning over uh, there. And uh, we'll begin in verse uh, 36. It says this, Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Verse 38, then saith he unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry here and watch with me. Verse 39, notice, and he went a little further. Amen. Aren't you glad a God that's willing to go a little further for you and that's willing to go a little further with you? Amen. Hey, listen, uh, there's no place you're going to go in life. Uh, listen, uh, that he uh, will not uh, be there. Verse 39, he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, Oh, my father, notice these words, if it be, notice that word, possible, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Notice again, verse 39, if it be possible, Jesus Christ, he asked. Now he said he's the way, but here he asked himself, Lord, if it's possible, if there's another way that this could happen, if it be possible, let this cup, notice those words, pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Now, when you read this account in Mark, it says this in Mark 14, 36, when he was uh, uh, here in the garden and he prayed this prayer. It adds this in Mark 14, 36, talking about Jesus. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Notice he said, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but thou wilt. So notice Jesus says, uh, Father, if it's possible, take this cup from me. And then he said, Father, all things are possible with you. So in other words, if there's another way, if there's another way for this sin to be dealt with, 
if there's somebody else that can do this, Lord, if there's any other way we can figure it out, I know that you can do all things. With you, all things are possible. So if there's another way to do it, you can make it happen, Father. You can make it happen. But then he went again in, in verse 42 of Matthew 26. He says, and he went away again the second time. Remember, he, three times he prayed this and prayed saying, Oh, my Father, if this cup, notice that, those words again, may not pass away from me, and notice this statement, verse 42, except, what's that word? I drink it. I drink it. Thy will be done. In other words, Father, uh, if it's possible, if you can make another way to, to, to deal with this sin, to deal with man's sin, if you can make a, another way for the price to be paid, Father, do it if it's possible. But then he's made that statement, but Lord, if the only way except I drink it, thy will be done. Notice a couple of times he said this cup. Of course, we need to understand what that cup was. That cup that he's talking about is the price Christ would pay for us by being made sin for us. We need to remember that. He just didn't pay the price for our sin, like go there and pay. He became sin for us. His holy nature, the reason this was so hard on him, and it says in one place, his sweat became, as it were, great drops of blood. Because his holy nature revolted at the prospect of being made sin. Yet, his will was surrendered to the Father. Let me give you a couple of verses. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, talking about the Father. He hath made him, the Father made him, look, to be sin for us. To be sin for us. Who knew no sin? Why? That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. 1 Peter 2.24 says this, who his own self, his own self. And, and, and uh, we know places in the scripture where it says, it talks about how he alone and by himself it says here in 1 Peter 2, who his own self, what? Bear our sins in his own body on the tree. So all the sins and sin itself was placed upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And he became, that holy God became sin for us. He bare our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins, should live under righteousness by whose stripes ye are healed. And that word where it says again, his own self bear, where it says he bear our sins. That word bear there is the same word uh, that when you, uh, is also translated imputed, right? So what it's saying is, right, all of our sins were put to his account. All of our sins were were placed. Now think about that. Not a, that all sin. Boy, we, 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 we hear about what's going on in the world. We see the things that people have wanted to. And we say, oh man, that's so wicked. That's so vile. That's so ungodly. I mean, you ever uh, uh, just see what people have fallen into in this world? We say, oh, that. how can people live that lifestyle? It's so wicked. It's so vile. Or, or you read about crimes. You read about crimes, you see some show crimes, you say, man, how, how could somebody uh, do that to another person? 
Boy, we think of, uh, we think of uh, everything that happened in World War II and all the things that have happened down through the ages. And we say, oh, that's, that's terrible. That's, ah, oh, that's so sad. But think about that. All those things that you read about. And think about how that makes us feel, how, 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 how that sometimes you read about things that just make you almost sick to your stomach and, and they're repulsive to you. Well, how, if they're repulsive to us, if they would make us sick to our stomach, how much more to a holy and righteous God? But that same holy and righteous God, all those things you read about, all those things you see, right, all the source of all those things were placed Upon the Lord Jesus Christ. No wonder he asked if it's possible that this cup could pass for me. Think about this. Here he was in the garden praying. It's it's amazing how God ties things together and brings brings things full circle in the Bible. Isn't it amazing? You know, uh, here's an example. Uh, uh, Where did man fall into sin? In the garden. In the garden. Where did Jesus surrender to pay the price for our sin in the garden, in the garden. Isn't it amazing how the Lord just puts little things like that uh, uh, together when, he, when, he, when he's doing things just to, just to be in a That's why he says, hey, come to the garden. The Lord likes gardens, amen, yeah, to meet with him. So think about this. Jesus prayed to the Father. Well, we see Jesus pray to the Father uh, many times. You know how he says, Father, he, he, he'll go alone and pray somewhere, and then, and then he'll, he'll say publicly, Lord, I prayed, and Lord, I already know you've heard me, but that they may, so that they may know. That's why we're doing it publicly, so that you may know. Jesus prayed to the Father. And as far as I know, God the Father always answered Jesus' prayers. Jesus prayed, right? That's why, hey, any time Jesus prayed for somebody to be healed, they were healed. Now, we know the apostles, sometimes they prayed for somebody to be healed. Sometimes they were healed. Sometimes they weren't healed, right? Uh, uh, Sometimes uh, we pray for things, and sometimes uh, the Lord chooses to answer them. For some reason, we trust him. He chooses to say no or maybe wait a while, whatever the case is. But, you know, when Jesus prayed, hey, heal this person, boom, they were all healed. And raise this person up, they were raised. And whatever he prayed to the Father. But so here we know, we know that Jesus prayed, if it's possible for this cup to be removed, if there's any other way, Father, all things are possible with you. But we know what happened. It didn't change. If the Father could have answered that prayer, if the Father could have changed it, he would have. But yet... He didn't because it was not possible that there could be any other way. Jesus prayed to the Father. God the Father always answered Jesus' prayer. So if there could have been another way provided, if someone besides Jesus could have paid the price, if all our sins did not have to be placed on Christ, if it were possible, no doubt God the Father would have made another way. But it was not possible There was no other way but Calvary. There was no other way but Calvary. So one, we see it is not possible there could be another way according to the Father. Because he didn't make another way. He said, no, this is the way. This is the only way, he said. Secondly, let us notice, it is not possible there could be another way according to the grave. According to the grave, it could be another way. Look at Acts chapter 2, these great verses. Love these verses in Acts 2. Of course, we know Acts 2 is Pentecost, and Peter got up and, and, and preached, and so he's, he's preaching the gospel. 
We'll just look at a couple of verses here. And he says this in Acts chapter 2, verses 23 and 24. Talking about Jesus, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, right? Uh, none of that stuff took God by surprise. It was within his will. He says, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Then it says this in verse 24, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death. Why? Because, notice the statement, it was not possible that he should be holding of it. It was not possible. I'm sure I've used that verse a lot. I love that verse. It was not possible that he should be holding. He said, hey, it's impossible that death could have held on to Jesus Christ. Well, of course, there's no way that death and the grave could hold on to Jesus Christ because the grave and death could not hold him because the only authority and power that death and the grave has comes from sin. That's where death gets its power. That's where death gets its authority. They only have authority and power through sin. We know that, Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death. The only reason there's a death, right, death came upon all men through sin. And so the only power that death has is through sin. So if one has no sin, then death has no authority and power over them. If there is no sin... Right. And so we know that Christ had no sin. First Peter 2, 22, talking about Jesus Christ, who did no sin. Thirty three and a half years he walked this earth and not one time. Isn't it amazing that people try to say, oh, well, what about over here? You know, uh, in the temple when he got angry. Well, the Bible says you can be angry and sin not. Amen. He, he was standing. He was standing for what was right over here. What about uh, when he you know, when he, uh, he he stayed back when his uh, when his parents, when he was a, a 12 year old boy and all those things. Listen. Oh, no. He did no sin. Neither was Gal found in his mouth. It says in first Peter 22. I love this verse in Hebrews 7, 26, talking about Jesus Christ as our high priest for such an high priest became us. It says this. Who is holy, harmless. Well, I love that. Harmless, amen. He's just a gentle lamb. He's harmless. Behold, the lamb of God. Just a gentle lamb, harmless, undefiled. I like this. Separate from sinners. Oh, he, he ate with publicans and sinners. Oh, but he stayed separate from sinners, right? Separate from sinners. That shows, amen, uh, uh, these monks got it wrong, right? We're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world, right? And made higher than the heavens. That's our beloved Savior. Holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners. Did no sin. Neither was guile found in his mouth. So, of course, the grave could not. It wasn't possible. Sure, he went to the grave, but it was not possible that death should have any authority and power over him. That's why 1 Corinthians 15, 55, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Well, we know Jesus took care of that. So if it would have been possible for death to find a way to keep Christ in the grave, it would have done it. But it was not possible that there could be another way. It was not possible that death could keep hold of Christ. And that Jesus said that, right? In, in John 10, he said this, Therefore doth my Father love me. Why? Because I lay down my life. That I might, that I, notice that, that I might take it up again. 
right? Because he was God in the flesh. He had the power to lay his life down, and he had the power. You see, uh, Jesus uh, uh, raised Lazarus from the dead, but Lazarus had no power to raise himself. We see other people in the Bible raised from the dead, but, but, but God raised them from the death. They had no power in themselves. Jesus Christ is the only one that went to death and had the power within himself. He didn't, wait. He didn't have to wait on anybody. He didn't say, man, I hope somebody shows up soon to get me out of here. Oh, no, he had all power. Even in death, he was in complete control of everything going on there. Amen? Because he said, I have the power to lay down my life. I have the power to take it up again. No man taketh it from me. But I lay it down of myself. I, notice how many times he says I, letting you know that in the whole time, even in the grave, he was in complete control of everything going on during that time. John 10, 18, no man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. Amen. So there's no, it was not possible that death should be holding of him. Finally, let's look at a, a third point there. Not only was it not, not possible, right, uh, according to the Father, not only was it not possible according to the grave, but it's not possible there could be another way according to the blood. Ooh, I love to talk about the blood. Turn over to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 and some great verses there. Hebrews chapter 10. Beginning with the first verse, it says this. And notice the, the wording here. For the law, Hebrews 10.1. For the law having a shadow of things to come. We know all about that, the images and the types. And not the very image of the things that can never, those are, that can never with those sacrifices, which they offered year by year continually, make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered year by year, continually make the comers unto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because when the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. Verse 3, but in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. Now notice verse 4. Notice verse 4, what it says. It says, for it is not possible... It is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should what? Take away sins. Verse 4. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. It's very clear right there. Verse 3. Those sacrifices. It's not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Why? Notice again what verse 3 says. But in those sacrifices... There's a remembrance again made of sins every year. Boy, aren't you glad you're not under those sacrifices? Because every year, right, every year, again and again, you had to be reminded, you're a sinner, guilty. You're a sinner, guilty. You're a sinner, guilty. You're a sinner, guilty. Every year, amen, you had to, you had to be reminded you were a sinner. Why? Because what does atonement mean? Atonement means the putting off of judgment, Atonement doesn't mean the paying of price for sin. It means the putting off of judgment. So every year they said, God, we know we're guilty. Would you put off judging us another year? And of course, when Christ came, he took care of all that. And so every year they had to be reminded that they were a sinner. But amen, so it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sin. But thank God there is a blood. 
Hebrews 9.12 says this. Hebrews 9.12 says, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but this is, but by his own blood, by his own blood, he entered in once. Amen. Once, not year after year. Hey, uh, Jesus died 2,000 years ago, and he hasn't had to do it every year since then. He only had to do it once. He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Verse 19 of chapter 10 says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest. How? By the blood of Jesus by the blood of Jesus. 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19 says, For as much as ye know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold from your vain conversation, received by tradition of your fathers, but, verse 19, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. So notice again, uh, Hebrews 9, 12, uh, repeat it, says, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered once. Amen? Boy, that's the difference. You see, uh, with the other blood, every year you had to be reminded. Hey, uh, you're a sinner guilty. You're a sinner guilty. You're a sinner guilty. You're a sinner guilty. Oh, but now, because we're under the blood of Jesus Christ, you know what you get to remind yourself every day? You are saved, not guilty. You are saved, not guilty. You are saved, not guilty. Hey, which sounds better? You're guilty every year. Would you have to be, oh, I have an anniversary. What's the anniversary? Oh, today I'm reminded I'm a sinner and I'm guilty. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to celebrate that anniversary. Oh, but hey, I get to, every year I get to celebrate on the day I was saved. Hey, I'm saved by the grace of God. Amen. Jesus bore my sin. Jesus rose again the third day for me. Jesus supplied his own blood. Hey, you're saved, not guilty, amen, because when he did it once, he did it once for all, and it is enough. So we see here, it is not possible that there could be any other way for your sins to be washed away than the blood of Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is not possible that there could be any other way for your sins to be washed away than the blood of Jesus Christ himself. Only one person could bear your sins. It's not possible that anybody else could abhor your sins. Only Jesus Christ. He's the only way. It is not possible that anybody else could raise from the dead in their own power. It's just not possible because only Jesus Christ was a holy God. Only Jesus Christ was a holy man. Only Jesus Christ was a holy lamb and a holy sacrifice. And that's why his blood alone, it says, when he offered himself, right, through the eternal Holy Spirit, that eternal Holy Spirit indwells the blood of Jesus Christ. That's why 2,000 years after that blood was shed, we can still today, right, on January 24, 2021, right, 2,000 years later, we can still sing, there is, we can still sing, there is a fountain that flows from Emmanuel's vein. We can still sing those today, amen, and they're just as true as the day that the blood was shed. It's not possible. So, my friends, it is clear. It's clear. If one is honest, it's clear there's no other way. There's no other way but Calvary. There's no other way 
but victory over death. There's no other way but the incorruptible blood. So the Bible is clear. It is not possible. It's just not possible that there could be any other way of salvation than through the person of Jesus Christ. It's just not possible. So when Jesus says, I am the way, right? I am the truth. I am the life. Here it is. No man. Doesn't matter where that man is. Hey, uh, one point, whatever billion they have now in China, not one of those Chinese people can get to heaven, get to the Father outside of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just not possible. India, a billion people. Of all those billion people, it's not possible that one of them can get to Jesus, to get to the Father, get to heaven outside of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Pick any country, America. Hey, if you're here today, if you're listening today, it is not possible that you can have your sins forgiven. It is not possible that you can have eternal life. It is not possible that you can have a daily active personal relationship and go to heaven outside of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the way. He is the only way. It's not possible that there could be anyone else. Also, when you witness to people, oh, listen, don't be afraid to emphasize, friend, I just want you to know, oh, you may think there's another way, but it's not possible that there could be another way than Jesus Christ. He alone is the only hope there is. He alone is the one that can save your soul. So my friend, listen, uh, that's not possible, but here's something that is possible. If you're not saved, Today, it's possible for you to get saved. Today, it's possible for that blood to be applied to your sins. It's possible for you to get victory over the grave and death. It's possible, amen, for you to come to Calvary and receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So listen, thank God we know the way. Tom said, we don't know the way. Oh, yeah, you do. He says, you know more than you think you know. Hey, you know what? You, you know more than you think you know. Hey, man, that's nice to know, isn't it? You know more than you think you know. You know him. And so uh, we emphasize that today. Amen. It's not possible that could be in the way. When you're out there witnessing this year and you're talking to people, oh, make it clear to them. So, oh, can I show you a few verses? I know you think this and that, but boy, the Bible makes it clear. It's not possible. There could be any other way. So, friend, if you're ever going to be saved, if you're ever going to have your sins forgiven, if you're ever going to have eternal life, the only possible way is through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we pray if you're here this morning or you're listening in, I pray that today you'd make that decision. Do what is possible. Amen. Come and ask forgiveness of your sins and receive the Lord Jesus Christ.